All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome in, everybody. It is another week, another edition of Barn Burner here on the 30th of October as we are set for All Hallows Eve. Getting ready. Are we excited? Do we still, uh, do your kids still trick or treat retro? Oh, damn right. Is that right, Andy? Shoveler gets all dressed up in her naughtiest outfit she can find and heads out. Loves it. <laughs> Nurse again, huh, honey? Hmm. Weird. Hmm. Well, the dress keeps getting shorter every year. Uh, and of course, your kids are all into it there, Pender. What are we? Oh, uh, gosh, we... yeah. Well, they're into Star Wars right now. We, we yeah. did a early pandemic viewing, and it was just long enough ago that they don't really remember it. So they're they're going through the series again. We got a Stormtrooper. We got a Vader. Spock. Chewbacca at one point. Close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots to get to today. We are going to have our NHL insider, Frank Saravalli, just a little bit later than usual. Just a little bit, just a little okay. bit later. Okay. Uh, as it turns out, air travel, a little dicey. Weird. Post pandemic, yeah. you say? Huh? Yeah. Sometimes your flight doesn't quite leave on time. And what do you had? You bite your lip? No, I can't see. And something popped up on my screen. So I'm trying oh, to. <laughs> Got Click it. here. Yeah. Owner pills. Assessing. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I know for myself, we did the live stream for Betway last night during the hockey game. And then we did Afterburner. Mm-hmm. And I am pumped that I get another opportunity to talk about last night's game. I was kind of done with it. That's weird, Dean. You, you still have more. You, well, you I'm, uh, it, uh, he's a professional. Yeah. 
I have so much more to say. I have so many opinions that I haven't already shared that uh, thank goodness for today's uh, today's episode. The uh, Flames go into Edmonton to Commonwealth and fall by a score of five to two. Now they get power play goals. Mm-hmm. Power play. Savard. Yeah, just keep getting five on threes for 80 seconds and we'll we'll really see this thing hum. Yeah, it was a combined 246 of five on three time for the Flames last night. Scored one of those goals on a five on three, the other one on a five on four. Um, And the jerseys looked good. We kind of sufficed that last yeah. night. That was kind of, those are the takeaways. Well, as far as positives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. Um, and to say they look good, well, really only from warm up on before that, I don't know that we love fashion wise. They looked good. Not getting off the bus though. We acknowledge that. Oh, right? I see what you're saying. No, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> we touched the upon part marks on the fashion. <laughs> you were half uh, asleep when we talked to you last night, Red. They wore overalls and white t-shirts. And Most of them didn't even wear shirts. It was just. Yeah, some didn't, they just went topless with the thing. Explain to me what they were going. Because you were a player, you did gimmicky stuff like this. What were they going for? I don't, that one had me bamboozled. It's hmm. a good word to use whenever you yeah. can. And I'm, they had me 100% bamboozled. I don't know what it was that they were trying to pull off. I've seen Uncle Ken riding a tractor in overalls. So maybe they big fans of Kenny, but. Did uh I'm not sure what that speaks to the West. I was gonna so did do you think they were in cahoots with the Oilers, some of the players? We're gonna be because we're the Oilers, we're gonna wear because they wore kind of the construction or just that maybe they're more oil guys, hard hats. Yeah. And so we're gonna be the guys going to work in the oil rigs, and you Mm -hmm. guys can be the Western guys or the I, this doesn't feel like cahoots. This feels like someone's horrible perception of what Western Canada is. <laughs> Great take, Ryan. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> what about yeah, you, know, you put on these old jerseys. You want to dive into some Western heritage, and there's a rich oil and gas tradition in this province that really took the province to a different place and has allowed Edmonton and Calgary to grow into the cities of what they are. And on the other side... Uh, you know what? You look like a bunch just, of chimney sweeps from the 1800s in England. Yes, what the hell are you doing? Word. I think we have to stop because we're not fashionistas. It's not our job to uh, criticize fashion. And you do what you got to do fashion-wise. We have enough to bitch about. <laughs> yeah, the, the jerseys look good. We'll leave it at that, Dean. Sorry, I had to jump in. And kind of- by the way, the shit you wore off the bus, it was stupid. It's just like how how far down the list of things to be upset about if you're a Flames fan until you get to the coveralls and nips well, hanging and then out. The other part is the guy who was apparently behind the decision isn't the most popular Flames, so it just feels like piling on at this point. Oh, well, another reason not to like this guy. How does oh, embarrassed on St. Louis? They come back in this game. All eyeballs are on it. They know that there's family in from out of town and this whole thing. And we talked about it, I guess, what, on Friday's show? That maybe this would serve as a distraction. You've got your wife needs tickets, your kids need tickets, family and all this sort of thing. Maybe that would be something to get your mind off of it. They lose the hockey game. Mm-hmm. But, Red, is there anything, and we're kind of joking about it, the jerseys and the power play or whatever, but is there anything that you take from that game as a positive or something to build on based on what you saw against St. Louis a couple days earlier. 
I don't know. I mean, I guess the power play. I guess they had a decent second period. Uh, parts of a decent. It wasn't even like they had played okay. it, but it just it was competitive for a bit. But this is the problem: is that you're really you're squinting it, hard here. Yeah, you're squinting hard, and it's little bits and pieces that you're trying to compile and compress into something to build off of. So, if you want my general answer, F no. Mm. Yeah, I just don't think there's much to get excited about right now. I, I wonder, I, I continue to wonder, how bad is this team? Oh, they're right there. Because all the fat cats, are. you think they're not packing it in in another game or two if things don't turn around? Like you're telling me game 40 is going to be the, oh. Not my money. I guess I better try moment. Like, no. If it doesn't and turn soon. And they're not idiots. They you know get that, you get that far behind after 15 games, you're after what are you even talking about? We're gonna play 750 from here on out. Sorry, not real. So I think they could be real bad if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, and I think that's good. I mean, people are frustrated how bad they are, and it's like what has killed this franchise more than anything else is not being quite bad enough and not being quite good enough. If they yep. could be really bad for the first time ever and actually have their first ever top three pick, you're going to be better sooner. Like that, that is, I, I don't know if that's the ultimate silver lining or if I'm just completely quit on this group actually being good. It's, it's kind of a negative and a positive, but they've never bottomed out. This group looks like it could bottom out and it's only nine games, but I think you could safely say they have more talent than San Jose. And after that, I can't name another team in the well, league. San Jose's the, the only issue with it is, how much San Jose is, is a loser point in six games or something. But the yeah, thing I, is, like you said, Rhett, you may have a team that should be worse, but if you're full of young guys, you, okay. yeah. which I think San Jose does, oh, they're just kind of, hey, we're happy to be playing, whatever. If you've got a team of veterans, yeah, the, the give a shit meter could go right to zero fast. And yeah. that young team with less talent could easily pass you. Which is great again, Dean. Like, if they could pick first overall, are you kidding well, me? Well, here's—I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, you—you—you've totally pivoted, and something—I don't know if it was last night's game or whatever, but it was—it's the nine games we've watched. Coming into the it's you know, bubble team fight for, for a playoff spot. If if, yeah. if you know, if Markstrom could be better and all of that. Um, but you have—and I'm not saying you're wrong. I feel like you're done with this team. Nothing I've seen in nine games leads me to believe they'll be good. Like the goaltending has been better for sure. And has been strong, but they can't defend and nobody's playing well. Who's your best skater? Who's been better than expectation. Who's been up to expectation. Almost nobody like the fourth line, maybe like Bench, AJ Greer's back, been fine back a little. I mean, it's probably back to where you want him to be. Not like a career year or anything mm -hmm. like Lindholm doesn't look good. Dubé doesn't look good. Huberto looks as bad or Is worse Lindholm than last year. So Ditto Kadri. like on and on we go. Tanev hasn't had a great start. Hannafin's been just okay. Uh, Uyghur's been just okay. Coronado has one goal and is, you know, learning this league and a, what I'm guessing probably won't be the funnest environment for the next uh, six months. Like who, who gives you hope that this team could be good? Go ahead, Rhett. Is Lindholm kind of like Linus from Snoopy or whatever, Charlie Brown? Like was Gaudreau his little, little blankie that he security blanket. Around? Is that because he really doesn't look like he gives a 
Well, uh, Dryden Hunt isn't the security blanket. I was going to say, yeah, I know who the, the, who the security blanket isn't. Yes, but again, this is another one of those guys that apparently wants a lot of money because mm. I'm one of the best centers in the league, but only if you year. give me all the toys to play with. Oh, huh. That's a tough spot. Like, what the are you? Mm -hmm. Are you good? Because you don't look good and you have it for two years. You know what he is? Is trade bait. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> trade him right effing now because his return is diminishing. Yeah, I think I don't worry too much about that in the sense that good teams know what he's good at and you're going to slot him as a number two center, right? Like you're, you're not bringing him into a contender a guy, as a top line center. If you're selling a guy at the trade deadline with 25 goals, it's a lot different than selling a guy with five. Like what? Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. I just think people know what he is. It's not like this. What is he? Dean, what do you think? You, you, you're tell, but people, even if people know, you're not going to get. You still want top value. Well, mm -hmm. whatever. I don't think he is. I think a lot of guys are going. Huh. This guy's not. I mean, I I think it's it's a cop out answer, but I think you're both right. Obviously. You might be able to, there might be another team or you might be able to squeeze a little bit more if the player with the, if Elias Lindholm is playing really well, say at the trade deadline, when you're going to trade him, as mm -hmm. opposed to if he's struggling, you might be going, is he hurt? We need our guys to look at him. What, is he broken? Where all of that sort of thing. If he's at peak performance, no teams are going to have an issue paying for him where you may have some teams kind of dragging their feet a little bit. But to Ryan's point, I think you would probably look at it and say, not a great atmosphere in Calgary. We saw what their season was like. Give him he's an expiring con. He's, you know, basically he's leaving town since November. Let's get him here and get him with our guys and get him back to where he should be. But yeah, yeah like I think, I think about Boston, they got Zaka and a rookie as their top two centers. You don't think Boston would be like, Oh, this is perfect. You know, he's not on fire. We know he's a great player. Bring him in and he'll be our second line center. And he'll, you know, we could talk extension if it fits, whatever. Like that to me just seems like such a great fit. Colorado, similarly, they were kicking tires on centers. They did bring in Johansson, but never have enough center depth, apparently. He feels like a perfect ad for a contender, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, so I, it, I don't worry that they won't get a good return because he's a perfect type of ad for a contender. He is, but but to, to Rhett's point, if you're if you're playing really well. It's an easier sell and a potential to get more. I guess where, where we sit here, and I, I'm I am not shocked. I'm I, I'm not. I guess what it is is I wasn't prepared for this. Who was for for us to be October thirtieth, and essentially just punting. We're done, kind of done with the season. I thought this was going to be a team that would be in the mix for a playoff spot, and like you said, right? If they're going to be that. They're going to have to play something completely unlike what we've seen. They're going to have to be completely 180 from what we have seen. So they because need to either... of the losses, the one win against Winnipeg, probably lucky to get it because their goalie yep. was awesome in the first period, and Buffalo was not great. Certainly no. their goaltender was not great. Those are their two wins, and I don't know that they've deserved much else. I don't know where – an extra point somewhere along the way. I don't Maybe think Maybe one so. more in Washington. That's We're about it. Washington They've pretty good. much gotten what they deserve. So how do you so look need... at this team? They're, I looked this morning, 10 games. Sorry, Rhett. 10 games to that U.S. Thanksgiving mark where the math is strong. You're in. You're, all right. You're out. You got some real work to do. 
they're I, I, I'm being cheeky about it, but I'm actually being honest. And there's two scenarios I see of getting of pulling yourself out of it, and it's the St. Louis thing where you go out and get out. It's a bit of a Rodman. Send everyone to Vegas and let's go on a run mm-hmm. and have a party. And and I don't know what you have to do there, but well, really, Bobby. really give her and nail it because <laughs> you have to come back with a whole different attitude oh, and a little bit of a bonding experience or have a massive brawl. And they aren't equipped for either. In my opinion, I don't think they like each other enough to go to Vegas and have a runaway and come back feeling good about each other. And I don't think they're tough enough to go have a brawl. So I don't see a way out of it. Don't tell me that a closed door meeting or that a coach this or remember Gully, you guys need to have a beer. Uh, uh-uh, Not enough. This team is flat. Lindholm looks. It will be fun and maybe we could do it tomorrow. We should go back on Daryl Sutter's quotes at the start of last year and, and reevaluate them and go, maybe this guy's a genius because he was hinting that guys Lindholm and, and he doesn't, they don't like playing together. They clear, clearly Lindholm's not enjoying going to the rink. Like it's, you can just see in people's effort when you're not having fun, that's the kind of output you get. Kadri looks like he could give a shit. Huberto still looks lost, and I don't know whether it's because he's putting pressure on himself or he really doesn't care and hates where he is. Right? Like, you, Dubé isn't what we hoped he would be. No. And maybe if the team was really good, you'd find some momentum so he could maybe contribute in a way. Manjapani kind of tries. We give Backland the pass all the time because he does little things, right? Okay. That's good. Okay. I can't poke fun at Cap. The captain or at Backland, it's always been that way for some reason. People have his back, but he never has led or helped this team be really good. So that's fine. Uh, uh, who else is up there? The fourth line's nothing. The guy you got for a 34-goal score that looks like a four-goal score at this point. That's not a great first trade for... Connie at this point. No. Uh, the kid and looks even, talented he, that they got in the third round, but and it I just don't think felt underwhelming at fully, the time. I, I, don't, I don't mind that roll of the dice because, but you're right. He's not playing well. Yeah, I'm and I'm not saying it's over and they've no. lost the deal. It's just you'd like yeah. a better start for Sharon Govich, safe to say. People had him penciled in on the top line all summer, and now he's centering the fourth line. Yeah, and so the list is long. And and when, when the list gets that long, with the salary that they have and the age group of player that they have, and the expectation that was there, right? It's different for San Jose. It's different. Oh, yeah. When the list is that long and no one is even close to meeting expectation, then there's mm-hmm. a big problem. And it's not a one thing or a two thing. It's the whole thing. And the whole thing don't effing work. It, it's just baffling to me that this group just looks as uncohesive and disconnected as they do. Because I it's like care. you can be not super talented, but play with structure and play with pace and be difficult to play against. Like how easy is this team to play right now? They oh. give you the puck all night. They're not overly game? physical. Right. Like, like last, what are you guys good at? Like who here is going to do anything? What's your identity fellas? Like it looks like a team that needs to sell everyone for assets, get really bad. So you can get really good again in three, four years. And you know, it is a, a big turn of events from where I was at the summer because you know, frankly, that's where a lot of people were. That's where the sports books were. That's where a lot of the models were. We all thought 
you got to run it back, give it one try. Well, look, I mean, early in the try, they look like a worst team in the NHL type team, like bottom three. And if you're all of a sudden that's on the table, don't fight it, help it along and go get your next franchise player. You have no game breaking talents in your system. You have no franchise players that you've drafted since what? Monaghan. And he, you know, injuries derailed that. You, this is your opportunity to have a player you can build around for a decade. Don't mistake what this is. This is a huge chance for the Calgary Flames to do something they've never done in franchise history, and that's go to the podium in the top three picks. If they're going to play like this, you sell everyone and get every pick, and you stockpile, and you get cap space, and you take bad deals, and you take picks with those bad deals, and when that new building opens, you're competitive, and you make money hand over fist, Mr. Edwards. How are you not selling that right now? It, you can't do much else with if you've watched if you've watched the games if you've watched this team, it's hard to debate. Uh, I guess the only thing, as professionals, and Red, I'll ask you, they've played nine games. Yeah. When if you're going to commit and you know, don't even call it tanking, but if you're just going to commit to ah, we're we're bad, we're going to be bad, and we're okay with it, it feels early to go just for the guys to be like, I guess we're done for the year. Now the players have to try. It's it's more than we're talking about the GM picks. decision, right? Teams that get top three picks have to deal with that. They do. It is what it is. You can't uh, you can't you can't think you're going to be competitive for forty five or fifty games and then just lose the last thirty. If you're horseshit, you got to be horseshit, and they're horseshit right now. Right? And so it sucks. It's no fun going to the rink. We could just press repeat on this here podcast, maybe. <laughs> but like you're going to get a lot of the same the only change is going to be when they do start to dump guys and i would caution not to do it too soon because like you said boom those young guys will come in and try and that'll screw you up we've seen it happen before yes don't, you could yeah. count on you could count on the veterans to be disinterested and yeah. have and clock out but all of a sudden these kids come in they're like this can you believe the kind of food there is on the plane? Oh my God, Madison Square Garden. This yeah. is the best. They play their asses off because they don't know any better and they're so excited. Whereas the veterans, they don't give a shit. They're the ones that are going to sink you down into the depths of the standings. Give or Stick with the I just don't on. know that there's, I mean, you might work hard, but like there, there, there's not an, a lot of skill that's coming up from the Wranglers. I mean, Dustin Wolf's one thing, but I would... I, I think this is you absolutely approach Jacob Markstrom and say, look, this is your last big contract in this league. You've got two and a half years left. What do you want? I knew you'd come around eventually. Well, they just had to be bad first. Well, like now they're bad. It's obvious, now. right? Okay. So now let's, you can and, put and, on and your listen, Tinder hat, you, Rhett, and, and give, when have you ever seen a goalie get traded in the middle of the season? Goalies don't get traded. It doesn't happen. He's making too much money. He's got a no trade clause. No, 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 no. When a player's playing poorly, you don't add that goalie. We saw multiple goalies move to the deadline last year. It was like Corpusalo go to LA, right? We saw Jonathan Quick move twice. Um, As UFAs. As pending UFAs, correct. Yeah. Which Markstrom isn't. No, but he's playing better. well now. If you traded Markstrom last year, what's someone giving up for an 880 guy? Now he's like, look at this. He's The guy's been their best player. Well, this, your thing was that you can't trade goalies. You had said there's no goalie deals done in the regular season. 
There's not a but, lot for uh, guys listen, that aren't playing well. Yeah, I'm not gonna, not gonna hold your feet to the fire on it. But uh, this, this again feels like this is us sitting here shooting the shit. It just because we are seeing it this way, we've seen it this way for a while to certain degrees. It doesn't mean that Murray Edwards has woken up somewhere wherever he is and has been like, yeah, that outdoor game, that's that's the one that finally has me changing my tune. I'm going to call Conroy and say, yeah, Craig, let's let's change everything. So you don't think nine games in he has a different vibe than he did before the season started? I what have we talked about for years? I, I just, I don't know what this guy sees. And cause you said we, we never hear from him. We don't know what his rationale is, what his mentality is, hopes, dreams for the, t- we never hear from him. So there's no way of knowing. I just, he's been make the playoffs. All we've ever heard from executives is they come out and we can't even use the word rebuild. It's playoffs or bust. My mandate is make the playoffs. I can't imagine that's changed just because of nine games. It's still about selling tickets. Well, good luck. He's going to see the paid attendance at the dome. This empty seats are starting to crop up more and more. I, yeah. If anything, I would think he'd be, hey, we got to start winning some games because people are already stopped coming. If I if we start losing, then they're really going to stay away. See, I think that that helps. When when the bottom line's affected by how bad the team things. is, I think he's actually going to buy in more in the rebuild. You can't look at this team play and think they're good enough to make the playoffs and then also see revenues dip and not say, okay, we had a plan, we have to pivot. Listen again, I I understand. I understand. You don't need to sell me. You need to sell the big guy. And I don't know what, could you get Murray on please? I don't know what makes the big guy tick. Cause if he, if he thought any way along these lines, it would, it it would have been different for a while. Well, we know what makes him tick. It's money. It's the bottom line. When people stop showing up and there's 12,000 people for a regular season game, all of a sudden you can sell them on. Okay. There might be short-term pain, but we can get good again. It's going to take some time. And I would argue you could flip it and say, if we lose more games, we're going to lose more people. They will this year, for sure. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's a considerable portion of your tickets to every single game are walk-ups. That's just getting wiped out right now. Who wants to pay to watch this team? What player are you like, yes, we get a chance to see them live. Let's stop, though. Well, it's hard to stop, but we don't have to continue to pile on i think we're all in agreement that we got an idea of what we think we see we might just have to now ride it out for a while right and we can bitch and moan and evaluate the games and there probably won't be that many victories but to say don't go is fuck you might as well go i'm not saying don't go i am i would i would not telling people what to do what i'm saying is i talk to people in this fan base we all do people are completely disenchanted with this group I'm expecting people to stop going. I'm not telling them to. People do whatever you want, but there's, yeah. Let's let's pivot somewhat and put our, instead of GM owner hat on, coach hat, because this coach has to be losing his fricking marbles. I'm guessing he hasn't slept a lot the last couple weeks. I said to Peter last night on Afterburn, this guy had one game to enjoy being a coach in the NHL. (laughs) First, He had one game. Yeah. Beat Winnipeg by the skin of their teeth, but they beat Winnipeg. And since then, one, six, and one. And, I, uh, and so, <laughs> so okay, and I'm actually being realistic here. Yeah. So what's an approach he can take? I, think he, I heard he gave him a bagger a bit the other day. What rink was that at, by the way? I, I don't, I, you know what? I didn't, I knew they were going to skate. I didn't see where they were. 
They had the off day Tuesday after the Rangers game. So it was after the uh, Wednesday. So that's Friday. Doesn't matter. I just saw a picture and I couldn't recognize the rink. Like Tool was at the door. Do you sit him? I said this. What 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 changes? What truly can you do? Do you sit guys and bring a couple in? Do you say to Klapka or Zary, hey, come get a sniff? And somebody sits. Do you They've done everything with the lines. I don't know what more you can do with the Can you sit Huberto and Kadri? Of course you and, can. Yeah. I don't see any harm. What are they going to do? Not play well? <laughs> like, it, it, it can't I mean, get worse. That's it, my it, thought. It's a bit of an embarrassment thing, and it's it's it's, it's drastic measures. And you, But where are we at? Have you, like, I don't know. And maybe, again, it's too easy from our chairs to critique. But has anyone zoned or like really watched Kadri? Is he horseshit? Is it like we don't like that Huberto's not putting up points? But have you really analyzed his game? What are the advanced stats saying? Right, is there in. things to find? <laughs> right, I like combined minus twenty. <laughs> There's just no, games. yeah, and, and that's fine. I'm not saying yeah, there is. I'm not just, that that's advanced. I, I don't want to be unfair in this and go. Well, actually, Kadri's this or that, because people have argued with me about things, whereas I'm like, that guy's terrible. Yeah, but his advanced stats, okay, well, maybe I'm wrong. Right? No, I was looking like, today. It's not good. Okay, so then maybe there is a there is a path for Huska to go, don't come to the rink today. Don't need you around. Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> and are they bad? And again, then you still have to... You only do that. Like, Luch got sat, was it last year, in Montreal? I think he went off the deep end and lost his marbles, and then they played him again. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, are they bad in the room? We don't. Do we know that? Right? Is it a distraction? Are they dragging people down? Are they positives? Are they leaders that are still in the room and making? Is Coronado getting a positive uh, feedback experience. loop from the experience from? I, them, I would guess it, that. It, Judging by our conversations all summer where we ran through about six candidates for captaincy and never did anyone even mention Kadri Huberto that they're not those guys. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm just I'm I'm just and, trying and to that, be mm-hmm. and I, I think you're right to be like very cautious about it, but we kind of know they're not those guys. Or when you pay them a combined 17 and a half million, you'd throw some letters on them. Um Because if all those boxes are checked and they're not meeting expectations in any way, then you fucking sit them. I don't think that Caudry is quite there. I I did I didn't mind him yesterday. He it, and I, I liked him for a bit against the Rangers, but and again, it's grossest of turnovers to the goal that breaks their back, the shorty early. It's comparing him to his teammates who are not playing; they're playing so poorly right now. So of that group. I don't necessarily have him at the head of my list. Now he's minus 11, I believe already in nine games. Uh, so there's something, there's something there. The, the Huberto thing. And I, I'm, I, I can sense where you're going, Rhett. You can't continue to just hammer away. I brought it up again last night and I, I just have to put was moratorium. I just stop, have to stop talking about it, but there, I don't see any part of his game that, shows you that he ever was a star in the league not speed not skill not hands not a shot not playmaking ability there's nothing no flashes 
that would say there's the Huberto of old. That's the guy who had 115, 118 points. Not a sniff. Can you, who's GM in uh, uh, Florida? Bill Zito. Bill Zito. Is this one of those things where he's, when, when uh, Treliving came with his shiny toy and was like, I need a good return for this? He's like, I got one for you. This guy's well, got I mean, he also teams. got a top pair defensive from Florida and a first rounder. I think both sides knew that Huberto wasn't the equivalent, right? I, I think my point is that they were they weren't missing can, him. I, that's my you thought. Can pretend yeah. all you want that he was a great 115 point player, but when again the team that watches the guy the most, they know him the best. Knows to whatever, best. yeah, to whatever degree they were prepared to part with him. Absolutely, mm-hmm. whether it was the price tag or back to back soft playoff performances, there uh, there was a lot of points. It was funny. We sat down and watched some highlight reels this morning. We got Bobby Germany and RJ in today, and. We were watching his top 10 plays as a Panther, and it's like he's moving. The hands are electric. It's guys on the back door for tap-ins. Like, it is circus shit. Here, you could do the same, but they're all turnovers. Like, it's just – I don't know how it happens this quick. But, yeah, like you guys suggested throwing him back to Florida last the- week, and I'm like, no way. They have no interest in this cat. They were ready, like, to wash it their hands of this the guy. the guys you're though. playing with, too, again. Like, I'm, I'm, They've given making- them everyone, but, yeah. yeah we're, I know, but it doesn't – just because you give them everyone doesn't mean that there's a fit. Some of those – some of the guys that we have on this team, I, we say it all the time in the summer. Oh, we got young guys coming along, and we got to get – these kids are really good. Get Good compared to who? Good in our in our depth chart or mm-hmm. in the league depth chart? Because the league depth chart's the only one that matters. So for us, guys, oh, this guy's gonna be this guy. Fuck that. You have to be good in the league, not mm-hmm. in the flames organizational depth chart. It doesn't mean shit. And what I'm getting at with Huberto, and I'm rarely on his side, is that go through the list of guys that he's playing with. Are they creative? Are they actually that skilled? Can they read off it? Is it all on him or are some of these guys horse shit? I think both for sure. And I think it's also one of those things we also talk about where it's like, you're a star, you make 10 and a half, you make the people around you better. Yeah. Uh, but I also agreed last year, it was like, hey, who were his teammates in Florida? What tools did they have? Can you replicate that here? Do Claire play at his off wing? Bennett was his center. Those aren't necessarily yeah, the most creative high iq guys right compared to five on five too right oh, it'd like, be a lot but he wasn't right? like bad if you get five 70 five. points on the power play well yeah. he's not playing with duclair and bennett on the power play probably i don't know no, just no i'm right trying to fight the other side a no I, I i see i see both right like it's like you want to be sympathetic for the guy but at the end of the day it's like god just be better you've been so bad here even and when this John, is why we're in more not, but again right? what you just said what's he going to do better I don't he's know. not fast. No, he's not fast. And it's it's just decision making stuff too, which tells me he's right back in his own head, which is what they chalked up last year too. He was in his own head. He it was the was environment. It was all the pressure. Turn- it was a new market. Turnover. Turnover. Turnover, like, turnover. 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 Right since game one in Calgary. And offside. Going offside when he went offside on the empty net. Yeah. What what's happening? Buffalo. I was just thinking. You think of star players who go into slumps. Johnny Gaudreau, we would see there would be times where the points wouldn't be there, but you would still see that part of his game where he's creating or doing something. And maybe it's his, you know, his line mates that let him down or whatever the case is. Um, And he, if he's going to play on the left side, 
he's going to have to have somebody at center and you're limited. It's Lindholm, does not seem to be a fit, and it's Kadri, and they've been trying that. And beyond um, that... Didn't work last year, hasn't worked this year. So... Then with Backlund a bit, I'm like, that's a defensive center with a guy that doesn't want to play D. I don't like that fit. It's it's part of the the overall issue is that there's not enough skill. They can't. There's not enough scoring. There's not enough skill on this team. The way that they would be successful in any way, shape, or form is to go full defense first. And the problem there is their defense isn't playing well enough. Tanev well, is taking their forwards back. Defense yeah. is a team game. You have to have the guys in the lineup committed to playing that. I think you could convince uh, most of those guys, but again, a lot of your high end guys are going to be like, yeah, you want to hear Come back, check hard. Uh, he never has in his whole career. Uh, <laughs> but I think this, D this, this decor could play great defensively. I just, I'm baffled at how disconnected and bad they're playing. I think it's not much be. different than the group that was the fewest goals allowed two years ago in the league at even strength. Like it's wild we're going back a ways. Yeah, it's a ways. Yeah, but it's I mean, the same dude. It's like skate anymore, right? Like that's a different player. Yeah, that's fair. Shillington not here was two years ago, and two years ago was lights out. Like let's not forget, like Very that good. guy was dominating. Yeah, like a top playing top two style of hockey. I know so, I was different two years ago. It's were you hard two years? You should be better rested in theory. You're not getting up at 3 a.m. anymore as much at oh, least. Bullshit. It was 2.30 today. Hey, you know what, though? Regardless, wins, losses, win or lose, bows. Am I right? Huh? Barn burner vacation coming up in January. What the hell? Let's go. January 11th to 13th, we're going to Phoenix. Flames and Coyotes at the Mullet Arena. Limited spots available. We're going on a trip. You're coming with us. $14.99 based on double occupancy rooms. Flights, hotel, transportation to and from the airport, game tickets, and some yucks. You know, some, some chortles and guffaws along the way. Nationgear.ca is the website. Nationgear.ca to book your spot in for the Barn Burner Vacation. It is a presentation, there you see it, of Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that is making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you it's alberta blue cross visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information that'll be fun how can it be phoenix in january phoenix or calgary in january. in january pick one why not why not uh i want to do a little uh this day in history for mcleod law now it's not really flames history but there's some flames tie-ins and it's actually two october 30ths one in 1982, sorry, one in 1983, which was just one year later. I don't know if you know that. Some boomer math. First, so just hang on on the first one. So October 30th, 1982, Brian Sutter scored his fifth career hat trick and added an assist as the Blues lost 6-5 to the Washington Capitol. One year later, October 30th, 1983, first time in NHL history that four brothers would play in the same game. Here is the great Doc Emmerich with the details. Whoa. Brothers, in late October at Philadelphia, three brothers named Sutter converged on one loose puck and just seconds later were joined by still another to bring the NHL, as well as Mr. and Mrs. Sutter, another first. 
The New York Islanders with Brent and Dwayne beat the Philadelphia Flyers with Rich and Ron by a score of 6-2. to two. Brent led the way with a pair of goals and an assist. Four. We think it's nuts that what the Hughes brothers are doing. They're only three back. <laughs> Need three more kids. Get to work. <laughs> it Twins I'm not, sure what the, uh, not sure what the mom Jackson, and pop. Man. Yeah, I'm sure that. Too late to pump works. out some more, folks. What do you? So there you go. October 30th, 1983. Now that's got to still be a record, right? Are you kidding me? Because how many? There was Jordan, Mark Stahl, and then another. There was only three stalls. There's Jared, right? but he never got up. Never mind in the same game. I just wondered, was there one game where they gimmicky did something? Like three um, Stahl brothers in a game for sure. Yeah. I think four. I'm going to say it's a record to this day. Yeah. Three Hughes will happen today. That Jersey Canucks games, in theory. McLeod Law, this day in history, brought to you by uh, Mr. Peter Klein and everybody over at McLeod Law. He is the go-to guy in Calgary for your disability insurance claim. If you're a long-term disability insurance company refusing to pay you those benefits, contact Peter and his folks. He, they will get you the disability benefits that you paid for and that you deserve. Get that peace of mind back. There's nothing. It's got to be a great. Just, Peter Klein's got it. Oh, all right. So I can just worry about uh, my life and stuff? Yeah, don't worry about it. Peter Klein and McLeod Law. They've got you taken care of. McLeod-Law.com for that or whatever uh, your legal needs might be. You buy a house, I think you need a lawyer, don't you? You got to get divorced, get married. You're going to need lawyers in your life. You may as well have the best, we need the nicest lawyer, and yeah. the best with McLeod Law. We will have Frank Saravalli, our... Uh, NHL Insider coming up, but I think we have time for a Pinder report. Oh, baby. Without knowing what's in the Pinder report. Mm. I think we have time for the Pinder report because uh, Frank was in Edmonton for the game and then flew out and then somehow uh, his flights kind of flight times got changed on him. Hmm. So Didn't have that direct Edmonton to Philly flight. Weird. Yeah. Although I think he does the, his, I don't know, He's not network and then drives, something like that. PJ? I don't know if he took the Nation Network PJ. See, I thought sure. he'd be smart enough to book a flight for Tuesday. What's he hustling back to? You got studios in Edmonton. You're nursing a hangover. Come on now. He was probably getting ready for the Phillies game three of the World Series. Bad news on that front. Not ideal. Pitter report for Village Honda. New in-stock inventory on the ground. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda. New vehicle pricing, as always, is MSRP. Located in the Northwest Auto Mall, you see it there on the screen. Your dealership for life. Village Honda with the Pinder Report. All right, fellas, we start with the Flames coming out for the Heritage Classic. Look at these great jerseys. Ah, the fellas looked great. Uh, that ends great. the highlight portion of the game. Now on to some other things. Uh, before they put on those nice jerseys, were they uh, doing a lip sync? Was it a cover band? Because I'm pretty sure it looked like uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Is this I'm not a... exactly what they were dressed as? Keep that up there. That's yeah. I'm a big fan of that song. Yeah, I'll give you a version you're not a big fan of. Not only did they look like Dexy's Midnight Runners, they sounded like this version of Dexy's Midnight Runners.
Oh, one hit wonder, you say. So, did they only have one hit because you couldn't sing anymore? Or is this guy just in the bag? What happened here? He looked and played like Dixie's Midnight Runners. That's rough, you know, when that's bad, bad luck. Hey, it's like a carpenter. All of a sudden, his hammer doesn't work anymore. Saw's too dull. Can't get anything done. That poor guy. And so while uh, this fan base is, I guess, just trudging through misery, Nick Alberga threw this tweet out yesterday. Who regrets, regrets their decision more? Nazem Kadri or Johnny Gaudreau? So before we answer, let's just lay out the ground rules. They make their decisions at the time they sign. At that point, no one had more money on the table for Nazem Kadri than the Calgary Flames. And Johnny Gaudreau left to win games in Columbus per his press conference, leaving over $10 million on the table, we'd suggest, with what was rumored to be offered by the Calgary Flames. Who regrets their decision more? Fellas, the floor is yours. Ten million's a lot of money. It's hard to say without knowing what other options there were for Kadri. Well, there was more earlier in the offseason, but not when he signed here. Because I had heard Kadri had a big offer from Columbus who would have before had Gaudreau. the Gaudreau thing came. Yes. That was the he was kind of their target. Let's take this dough. We're gonna go after Kadri. He said no, and then all of a sudden the bat phone started ringing and it was friggin' Gaudreau. Um and so at the the decision that Nick's talking about is to sign in Calgary, not the decision to not sign in Columbus earlier in the offseason. No, yeah. But it, that's what I'm saying is that if it, if Kadri did not sign in Calgary. What were his other options? And for Johnny, it was Gaudreau because Gaudreau gets more money if he stays here. The team's probably still better. You might have kept Kachuk. Kachuk probably stays, and your name's going in the rafters. Yeah, and and for Nazem Kadri, it's like you secured the bag. Yeah, and it's not like this guy being unpopular, playing in a Canadian market like that. That's new or that's hard for him. He played Toronto and was like public enemy number one for a couple playoff series there, where they flamed out in the first round. Either way, Johnny Tough. is making good money and living in Columbus and watching <laughs> this team. I, I don't regret at this point leaving, regardless of what the Blue Jackets are doing. You can't be looking at this and being, oh, I wish I was there to help. Can you? I mean, all their, their problems are all here because he left. <laughs> If you if you if he resigns and somehow you keep Kachuk, you're not bringing Hubert O'Connor. Well, even the Monahan thing is different, right? right? Yeah, so, so you can't untie the whole knot. But it was it was a good tweet from Alberga. Tell it's Alberga so, to beat it. Yeah, go talk about the Leafs, you hump. Yeah, good luck with that Nylander contract, yeah. Alberga. Let's go, Friggin Alberga. Yeah. Big dick Nick. Uh, hey, I got some great news from the Flames. Remember that smashing Tyler Toffoli deal? Here is. Sunia, the kid they drafted in the third round playing for UMass. Nice little snipe here, fellas. A little silver lining. No, Sunia with it. Stays in. Takes a shot and scores! So snipe. Sunia. All right. And the Minutemen are back in front. Incredible. He and Sharon Govich each have one now. Shot from distance there. It's a good thing to have, I guess. Big pants. He does have big the, pants. Big pants. Yeah, it's t- full tuck. Don't know that I love the full tuck at the back. 
Here's a crazy goal from, uh, I think this is, it's not college, but it's kind of college. What, what do you call it when it's not Division One, but they still have a program? Other. Other. This is other college hockey. Utah. He absorbs a check. Gross, a toe drag. Around the defense in front of Butler. Oh, my oh, goodness oh. gracious. What a goal. Exchange with Butler and Gross. Oh, Lips boy. Maybe something to watch. That's it out of the wow. air. Over the net. Maybe the best. Goodness gracious. Wasn't it a high stick from the first guy? Below his shoulders. Hmm. Impressive stuff. Really good. Totally uh, now, is this Jacob Lauku? Lauku, how do you say it? Do you know? The, the NHL over, player. I'm not sure player. who you're talking about yet. Well, let's check out his eye because it's not great. Oh, dear. Check ice hockey center. Uh, close call there. Yikes. Austin Brun. Third rounder of 2018, 23 years old, and that uh, hockey player still tough. Right? Look at those stitches. Is that a skate cut, or what? Do we know what it was? Not the best, is what it was. Okay. Uh, yeah. NFL. Bad news for the Minnesota Vikings, who had been appearing to turn their season around. Big save, Kurt. Uh, done. Kurt. Kirk. Kurt. Kurt. Kirk. Kurt. Kurt. Kirk. Yeah, uh, you saw him it. hobbling, like one leg hopping off of the field. Ow, 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 so, ow. Uh, that's, maybe it's a cramp. Maybe his calf's tightened up. I know the feeling. Not per Adam Schefter. Also, yeah. Kendrick Bourne, who's actually been a pleasant surprise in New England since arriving there. He done. ACL. Ouch. It's a hard, it's a hard sport to play. Mm -hmm. It's just so incredible how many people's bodies get ruined. And at the clip that they do, it's just a war of attrition to get through 17 weeks. It's almost amazing that some guys can do it or go a number of yes. years without missing games. Yeah. Jeez. Major League Baseball, Dean, cover your eyes. We have a schedule for Major League Baseball regarding the World Series. Uh, the series is tied 1-1. Game three goes tonight at 6.03 Mountain Time. We've yeah, I can't wait for... Switch game three on Tuesday and then game three on Wednesday. It actually says game four right below Tuesday and it says Listen, game five. You can continue Wednesday. to do this every day and and like just be sickening about it. Or you can say, yeah, I don't know why they put series tied at one on Tuesday the and Wednesday's skid. Games one and two were in Dallas area. These are now in Phoenix. Where the D-backs got a split at a two, three, two, because that's what they do in best of sevens in major league baseball. I could get you a number from someone at Major League Baseball if you want to clear this up with them. I'm just taking screenshots from their app. That's all. See ya. Weird. What happened there? Did uh, somebody kick a cord or uh... ghosts? Ghosts. So, well, it could be. Ghosts could be ghosts. Bad. Spooky. Sorry about that, uh, buddies. Not sure what happened there. That's the first time we've ever uh, we've ever had that. Couldn't be our fault, though. That's the good thing about it. We'll have more with the Pinder Report coming up for uh, Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. But right now, we bring in our NHL Insider. On the Insider Hotline, brought to you by TELUS, enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games, awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you have to do is fill out a quick survey to enter, 
for your chance to win, go to telus.com slash flames contest. Frank Saravalli joins us. He was at a flames game just, just hours ago. That's uh that's quick travel. It was not fun. I don't care how many times you've done the red eye in your life and it's been a lot. You still feel like an absolute bag of ass the next day. <laughs> a bag of ass. Yeah. yeah. So are you, can you sleep on the plane? Is no. Everything... And this one was 3000 degrees. And I, I said something to the guy like, Hey, can you turn it down? He turned the temperature down. He's like, yeah, yeah, I got you. I swear to God, he turned it up. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, I'm so I went to the game, you know, outside yesterday and I was, I was layered up. I, dude, I'm like stripping on the plane. I, I was about to go tarp off. That's how hot it was. Wow. I, like I am just bullets and it's three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Eastern time. Hands to yourself, ladies, hands off the merchandise. Ugh. I'm a taken man. Disgusting. Absolutely yeah. disgusting. So where did you watch the game from? Uh, what was so, your vantage point? So I, I, Brought my whole family out to Edmonton, and I know what you're thinking. Questionable life choice. Why would anyone ever do that? Uh, we actually had a great weekend, and um, so I sat. It was just me and my son at the game. He's nine. We sat in the second row of the top level. Sure. Good vantage point. A little say, uh, yeah. kind of in one of the corners, uh, but it was high enough where you could see most of the ice, and so that was good. And yeah, some interesting creatures uh, behind mm -hmm. me. So I, I got to tell you this story. You guys will enjoy it. And where's Pinder, by the way? He is uh, doing some. He's diligently working at a at another project. He'll be oh, he's, uh, he's joining Australia. us maybe okay. later. Right. Um, he. So anyway, so I'm I'm sitting there, and I say to the guy behind me, I said, "Hey, you mind taking a picture of me and my son?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know you." And he goes, hey, it's great that you brought your grandson to the game. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I like stop for a second. I go, yeah, actually, it's Dude. my son. And then he's like, oh, man, that's great. Yeah. He's like, you're still getting it at this age. That's awesome. Oh, my and gosh. Like, Dude, come on. <laughs> like, I just like I literally wanted to die in a hole. Oh, well. I, I don't know what to say, Frank. I don't think that uh, I, I, I don't think you look like a grandfather. It's just I obviously, you know what? He's That's bullshit. You deserve He's better. Smart ass Edmontonian punk. Yeah, don't worry. That that was a wake up call, though. That was like, oh my god, get hit a treadmill, son. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so did the boy have a good time? Was he able to appreciate it or was it too cold or he did? No, he was actually, um, I don't know if it's the lunkhead in him, the Saravali in him, whatever it is. He was like, yeah, I don't need any gloves. I'm good. <laughs> and he waited all the way until there was like seven minutes left in the game. And he's like, yeah, you know, I could use a pair of gloves right now. Like, all right, yeah. here you go, buddy. Yeah. Proud but of you, but just don't be a jackass. We'll go I with lunkhead. What's that? How was the crowd? It was really good. Um, there, there's not much by way of like a tailgating scene there. No, just because of where the stadium is located, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's almost like right in a neighborhood, and 
that part was kind of lacking, but like they were festive, active, uh, well lubricated. The weather was great. Like, honestly, you couldn't ask for better outdoor rink weather. Like it was perfection. And Saturday, the day before was frigid. I was out at that fan fest for a couple hours. It was, the wind was whipping pretty good. And I was like, I hope it's not like this on Sunday. We've, we were talking about it during the game yesterday. It's interesting because when the game was here in Calgary, they had the junior hockey team played and they did a whole bunch of different things. So different groups got to use the ice. I guess this is just one and done. I thought there'd be some other group that would be able to use it. They got the golden bears. They got any kind of, they got junior yeah, the oil team Kings. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they could do anything they want. Yeah. I don't know of any other events there. Well, success that, you know, the league does these things well, right? It's the, People take runs at the NHL for different sorts of things. They've pretty much got this figured out, these live events. Honestly, I thought Nickelback fit in well. Like, they had some parties surrounding the weekend. The Arkells were in town. Um, they had – I thought they dressed up the field pretty nice. Like, that stadium is, like, 50-some years old. Oh, yeah, we know. We yeah, know. it's gross. And so um, – <laughs> It's You've certainly ours. They they put some lipstick on that and it looked pretty good, all things considered. And um the fan fest was actually great. Free, I love that it's free and open. Like you got kids all ages, people that are into hockey, casual fans, not at all. And um that part was good too. Yeah. And so let's start critiquing. Uh, thoughts on I knew you were horny for this. Well, let's I mean let's get to the important things. Thoughts on the outfits that the teams wore to the game? Uh I would say the I'll give a thumbs up to the Oilers and thumbs down to the Flames. Okay. Yeah. This felt like, you know, if you're going to do the whole overall cowboy thing like the going no tarp under it, it was just a little odd. Like if this was not a calendar shoot, this was like Going into the Heritage Classic, we didn't really get it either. We thought I mean, maybe I'd like some explanation. The only thing I could think of, and this is perhaps a too candid view into my screwed up brain, was of the Kelsey brothers talking on their podcast about how nipples are nature's thermometers as those guys are stepping off the bus. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure it uh, went that deep. <laughs> It was it was an interesting take that that would be something that people in Calgary would be able to relate to. Oh, look, I have my I have my coveralls on or my overalls on and now they're wearing them. But that's Calgary. the thing, like like the, at least the Oilers were like authentic work stuff. Right. Mm. And. The funny thing is, neither one of these teams had worked really at any point or competed at any point in the season prior to Sunday. Yeah. What about wanna, the game? You want to keep going? Yeah. Slay a few demons maybe and get things going. Are we impressed with their team? And what uh, uh, Pinder is not here right now. He might pop in. He is 100% throwing in the towel on the flames. Okay. I think it's slightly early. I mean, at a, a very similar juncture to this last year, the Flames were five and one. So we know how fortunes can change. Uh, I'm not here to pump anyone's tires. I will say that the way that game started, there was a real chance that 
could have gotten out of hand. And I, the one thing I did like was some pushback. Uh, they were in the mix and, and frankly should have with all the power play opportunities should have been in a much better spot. Um, I'll tell you what though. And, and it's, I want to be real careful how I phrase this because I was sitting in the second level and you know how dangerous it is to make any sort of assumption about what you're seeing in an outdoor game. But I don't think the, the Oilers are a very fast team. They've got the best skater on the planet in Connor Mc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. David, but when he's not on the ice, I think one of the big things they struggle with is team speed. And it was really jarring to me and not just in a, hey, you're watching it from a few hundred feet away. Even just compared to the Oilers, the Flames, they look like a really slow team. Oh, and that's man. that's what really stood out to me. I've thought that for years, and everyone's always said, no, fast. I'm like, fast? Who? No. No, Daryl would, would say, you don't need to, you can play fast. You don't have to be fast. It just, your your defense have to be quicker on decisions and, Moving when you're puck. three strides behind guys getting to pucks, like that's just so in other of, words, they're slow. I they look slow to me, and I need more in-person viewing. No, you but, don't. Just trust me. Okay. You can trust my take. I know oh you always do. We're taking some leaps today, buddy. Yeah. I know yeah. you always trust whenever I mention something, but I I I would confer with your hypothesis that they are slow and have been slow and will continue to be slow. Well, and it's, I think when they were five and one, it's easier to go into a bit of a tailspin than to be two, six and one and having lost five in a row and in desperate need of wins. Uh, it's Dallas coming up and then they've got the Kraken on the weekend. Dallas is off to a, a strong start. The problem right now is, and I'm sure a lot of teams go through it, it's hard to watch the Flames 
and see where like that's how they're going to start winning games. Their goaltender is already giving them pretty good play, but there's nothing right now that would give you even an inkling to think they're close to breaking out and going on a bit of a run. There's really nothing right now. Yeah. And I get where you're at and I get why the marketplace would be feeling that today. Um, I mean, look, I, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and, and blow sunshine up mm-hmm. anyone's ass. Uh, that's not my job. That's not what I do. But the fact of the matter is the guys that are being paid at the top of the pay scale and the stars of this team or, or the guys that are supposed to be stars need to give you more. And that's really where this team is going to break out of that. There, there's no chemistry. There's no cohesion. There's no, it doesn't look like the flames are in sync, even just, you know, simple things like how they're entering the zone. Like they're just, they, they don't even look like they're anywhere remotely on the same page. Am I crazy Rhett in saying that you're, Bang on. And that's, I said, there's two ways out of this. And I don't think they have the personnel to do either. One of them was to get into a massive brawl and have to fight for each other. And I don't think they can or will. The other one was to pull a Rodman and everyone go to Vegas for a few, a week and get it out of your, and find a way to bond and party and do something crazy. Cause there's no. Why is that called the Rodman? Why don't we call that the retro? Oh, I, because if I did it, it wouldn't be as good as if Rodman did it. That's why. If you're going to do it, do it like Rodman would. I could do it as good as I can, but I can't do it as good as Rodman did. Hmm. Anyway, well, I just, I don't see. Why didn't I, anyone fight? There were a million opportunities yesterday to do it. I, I kept saying to my son, I kept nudging him. Hey, someone's going to go. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why no one fought, but they don't see like. I think there's the odd guy that would and Gilbert and I don't, I don't it's Gilbert and Greer beyond that. I really don't know who's even semi semi interested in doing and it. Gilbert's happy to do it. I think, but he better be smart about it. Cause he gets getting, keeps getting clunked in the head and cussed. So yeah. that might be, a, but I, they don't have the personnel to play a hard style of hockey. They're not, in but that's any, not what it's about. It's not, I, yeah, you're I, arguing with the guy that you're, said, this is, this is a mentality. It's not a, uh, you know, you've got a bruiser in your lineup to go do it. It's someone transcending that uh, to make a statement as you're saying to drag someone into the fight. And there, no one is doing that. And I thought even just for the hell of it, two desperate teams, a packed 60,000 seat stadium, perfect ODR weather, the entire country watching. And no one, no one feels the need to do that. I've critiqued this team. I've been critiqued for being hard on this team to saying they have no heart and hustle and, and, and backbone. And I, I, it's, they don't, they just don't. And when you don't care about each other, you don't do it. There's been no bigger headline in the month of October to start the season than what Nikita Zadarov said. Bar none. Hey, Pender's here. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I am living. Uh, yeah. I, I we so a couple things there. First Pinder, off, Pinder is here to lighten the mood. I think is that what yeah, you're going to yeah, do here? Yeah. Is, I need some yeah. Pinder style stimulants today. After that, yeah. man, yeah, you're you're in rough shape. 
you should have been uh, come just stayed at home and watched our live stream party instead. We were you, just hammering mineral waters and definitely not. You, you guys things. should have seen me flagging down the bartender in the airport this morning at like <laughs> six thirty four after getting I'm about off an airport. that flight. Need one now, now. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead there. Uh, yeah, two there. things. So everyone loved what Zadorov had to say after the game on Thursday. He completely did not hold back. And that was after Tuesday where he called out his teammates in that one. And then I thought he was their worst player yesterday, which is saying something because there weren't many good ones. So just a thought on that. And then secondly, you were buying the Huberto bounce back. I think your bold proclamation was 90 points. How are you feeling on that right now? Because uh, please sell us some hope. We don't have any. Uh, yeah, I mean, not feeling great on the 90 points, to be candid. Uh, look, I mean, I thought for sure the way he spoke and vibes around the team that this would be a totally different feel heading into this season. Um, I did, you know, take a look, though, and not to say that it, it all – or that it's deserved or not deserved when I give you this stat. But I was, I was curious about this today after, you know, flying back, Jonathan Huberto's even strength ice time, 141st in the league among forwards. He hasn't you, earned when it. you, when you hear that, do you say didn't, hasn't earned it? Or do you say yep. this is the guy that can't, can't produce without getting more time? Every line he's on gets caved in. He turns over the puck like crazy, and he's played 88 or 89 games in Calgary, and I cannot remember a single one where he seemed to take over or be like, wow, that was vintage Huberto. And, and the sample size is almost 100, Frank, and I get that he didn't agree with the coach last year on some stuff, and it might not have been a fit, but I'm just sick and tired of all these excuses about left side, right side, line mates, coach this. Um, you know, like, it's just, he doesn't look like a very talented player. He doesn't look like a shell or like anything close to a guy that could even get a, a point per game. I, I don't know how this goes better. Sure. So where, like, but like, so let me just play devil's advocate to you for a second. And I'm not, uh, advocating or shilling for him, but my question, you said the one thing that was so jarring about what you said is he doesn't look like a very talented player. Like, where did it go? That's a guy that 115 points two years ago and you're like one of the best playmakers in the league. And all of a sudden it's not there. What doesn't, you don't just wake up one day and forget how to play hockey. Couple wild, couple things. I'm just, I'm again, not a, a huge Huberto advocate. I haven't liked it from the start, but in the situation you're in, he hasn't earned the ice time. But I said to these guys before he came on, Frank, I said, what do you do with them? You put them in the rafters. But maybe the other approach is you go every other shift. I don't give it. I mean, what's the downside? Play him 25 minutes a night. Till the Why wheels not? fall off. I mean, yeah. and then at least There's you've crossed no... one more thing off your list for him exactly. to say, hey, this isn't, this is why this can't work. A hundred percent. So, and then the other thing I said about it is, and we maybe we're grasping at straws here. We'll take any type of hope. Maybe it's like you said, they're slow and they, and his game, Needs guys with some speed. Now he with might Sharon not be... and Dubé. Like they've tried all these. Dubé's the fast not guys fast too, though. Like okay. we keep thinking Dubé's fast, and I just I don't know that he's like I don't I think he's average speed around the league okay. at best. I just do, and I could it's be the wrong. First thing you I uh, you said Dubé fast. I was like pre, I think pretty average speed. 
and then you said it. So Sharon Govich then. I mean, they try to. He's got games, wheels, yeah. I mean, right? and he. I, I said in in camp, he's the perfect player to play with Huberto. He is definitely not a, a brainiac by any stretch of the imagination when it comes to hockey IQ. Just get the puck and shoot. That's all you have to do. Get there and yeah. shoot. Fly, get open. And, and for all of this, who give them the fastest guys? Then, if we, I mean, we're trying to come up with a game plan mm-hmm. that might turn things around. It's a squint, but there's no downside to trying everything now. Yeah, it, it's it's hard, and it, I, I don't know if it's because of yesterday's game. The game Thursday, Frank, against St. Louis was, uh, to me, as bad as they've looked all year. They have not looked good much this year. They were they completing passes in the second period was a real challenge and a chore. It's something that they failed at, and it was in that period that I think Huberto had four or five shifts, sat for a good chunk of it, and I wonder if mm-hmm. that impacts because we're so early in the season the the shift. But it's you you don't see. I don't want to keep repeating myself and Ryan kind of said it. You don't even see kind of the flashes or there there's an example of the skill that this player has, which allowed him or saw him to be over a point per game or a hundred. But it's gotta be there somewhere, right? That's the part that I'm struggling with. We haven't seen it, but it didn't, it didn't just get lopped off on the flight from Florida to Calgary. Yeah. And Am I crazy? Well, and it, yeah, that's that's the great mystery, Frank, is where did it go and how do you get it back? Is it between the ears? Is he out of shape? Is is he mentally not, like, is, has he kicked his feet up since signing that deal? Is there stress of the environment too much? Like, coach Is it fair to say that in Florida there was, you had Barkov, did he have to be the guy? You had anonymity no matter what because no one was yeah. talking about your team or your situation. Like, there was no one being hard on you in Florida ever. Like, there were seven people that knew. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is – so you get traded to Calgary, right? He could have easily just turned around and said, yeah, this isn't for me. I'll, Not with that I'll, I'll play one year here to finish out my deal. Mm-mm, come I'll on, become a UFA and I'll go play wherever. No, all that Look at the contract bonus. he got. Well, they, I'm they saying gave... once they did that, of course. Who? I mean, yeah. how many people are saying? But what my point is, you could have just said to the team, like, I this this place isn't for me. Like, I'm not, I'm not. This is not where I want to hang my hat. I don't think that's it at all. I don't think he's one of those guys that quakes under pressure. I think. If I were to wager on what I think the largest problem is, it's it's chemistry. It's trying to find someone that fits his style. Yep. And I, I think we all thought it'd be plug and play, you know, swapping out playmaker for playmaker, Gaudreau and and Huberto. And I it just You can say that and that's fine, but it comes back to me again where if you're ten and a half and we have to cater to finding you the right guys, then you aren't ten and a half. Right, he's definitely not ten and a half. Well, we've seen here. Yeah, it, there's wow, there's no question that he's not played up my, to that level. Yeah, there's so many things, and it's. Well, can we go back to Zadaroff though? Because we started sure. on that, and then yeah. Pinder joined the chat, and Pinder, yeah, Pinder, he Pinder, 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 yeah, yes, yeah, I do. So, um, I that like, why were there other guys coming out? The ne- Blake Coleman, the next day, sort of trying to tamp it down. Oh, you know, sometimes you just get a little emotional and say things you don't mean. Like it, it was as clear eyed an assessment after a morning skate 
he knew exactly what he was doing and what he was saying. He was sending a message. And, you know, Pinder, you can make the point about his play over the last couple games since saying that, and that's fine. But the fact that someone said it and the fact that it was October 25th to me is what jumps off the page. And I think that's why the other teammates are trying to tamp it down. It's like, buddy, don't overreact here. Uh, like we well, don't but need he's, another he, grenade, but he's right. He's, but I think so he's, right. he's saying it publicly. We're yeah. only seeing 3% of what it actually is. It's probably a lot bigger than that. For sure. And he's saying it to sound the alarm. Now this is where the next part of the equation needs to come in, in terms of action, because you you've heard little cracks at, at it before. And, and you've seen people sort of pull the thread here. How soon until you see some kind of transaction where you begin to, to try and fix what's ailing the team. And I don't know what the, I'm not there. I'm not behind the, those closed doors. I don't know what the issue is, but clearly there's something about this group that doesn't mix. Mm -hmm. Well, and he didn't really veil who he was pointed at either. When he talks about, you know, star players, not liking certain coaches. I think it's, it's the guys everyone's talking about that seem to be the direction of his comments. And like, what do you do? You go trade for Duclair out of San Jose. What's the, how do you fix it? I don't let, know. Let me ask you that. Do you, who, if, if you say that Col Coleman was trying to tamp it down and Zadorov was highly critical, who are you closer to believing? I'll start with you. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, like it's not even a question, Zadorov. Because that's that's where I fall in. I and then you go back to less than a year ago when Nazem Kadri was on, frankly speaking, and was asked, "The Flames make the playoffs if we start playing like a team." So mm -hmm. it's we. And then he went on to be their worst player the rest of the season. It was very similar, is, actually. But but I mean, regardless of yeah. performance, and we you and I have gone back and forth on this since last night. Performance be damned. This is multiple guys who are saying the shit ain't working. Yeah. So you can focus on how they play in the next game, or you can focus on the bigger thing that, yeah, this, and we've talked about it for years. Last year, we used the word dysfunctional over and mm -hmm. over and over, and it's worse now. And they've fired a coach and moved out a GM and done all of this, and it's the same thing. And we go back even beyond that. When it was the Kachuk against Muzzin, and no one backed him up, and it was, the, the, oh, the room's great, the room's great. Room ain't great. Room, I don't room think anyone's going to fight you on the mix not being right. Like I was I, talking I, to a Hall of Famer this weekend, uh, all the legends in town in Edmonton, and he goes, you know, one of the things that really pisses me off about listening to players talk in the media today is say we have a close team. He goes, what does that even mean? What does that mean, close team? If you don't play like it, it doesn't matter whether you can go out and pound 100 beers or not. If you're not going to stick up for each other, yeah doesn't matter and we haven't seen that yet were you gonna say something there right? me i was gonna say i fucking told you so but i don't need okay to. that's pretty good well, he's been Thanks saying that for, that for a year we've, we've got that message clear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's i get you know what i'll say it on his behalf daryl sutter told you so too and we all said you're an idiot and an asshole well, he um, said he was an idiot. He made some questionable decisions. I don't think his treatment think of the he stars made those questionable was... decisions because he saw something that the rest of us or some of us were maybe missing. I've been around the game for a hundred years. I mean, I'm talking less about the vets. I'm talking more about the treatment of young players and how that hurt the club. Sure, absolutely. Um, 
Both and, of those know, things can be true at the same time. Yeah, by and the way. and to be fair, Rhett was critical of of, of Daryl last year and in, in some of those things, but I don't think he was wrong on Huberto. And you'd hoped that a fresh air, fresh coach would would change, but you know you, you can't there just remove an eighty four million dollar player. You can remove a four million dollar coach. I understand why the players won that tug of war. It was their only chance to try to say, okay, if if Huberto says it's a problem, we can't just cut him loose. We can't cut the coaches. It's a tough spot to be in. And I still, it's, it's, it's almost not even a criticism, but you got to think that your living saw the writing on the wall with this group. I don't think so. Well, I think if things had gone a different way, he'd still, well, of course, if things go a different way, but they didn't go away. And as soon as he saw that, he's like, mm, how are we pulling out of this? Also part of the dysfunction. He built a small, well, that was incredibly dysfunctional. Yeah, like, that like the, all the bets that you're living made, like maybe they were a four out of 10 to succeed. And this was a four out of 10 and that was a three out of 10. None of them hit. And all those deals set you up for two to three years of contention. And you knew after that was going to be <clears throat> gross, but we can deal with that as long as, you know, we get some good deep playoff runs. So, so, okay, hold on a second. I've said this really consistently since I started, you know, with you guys. Let's take a step back. This whole thing, we need, we have to think macro here, 30,000 foot view. You know, it's not going back to what you were just talking about with Zadarov. It's not about him saying it and then having two games where he doesn't play well. There's an overall, you know, we're, we're talking about symptoms and not the disease here. And, and if you want to talk about how the team was set up and the roster construction, you got to take a bigger step back and look at really who's controlling the who's the person at at the controls. And that's that's ownership. That's yes. where the directive comes from because I think there's been a number of different people there that probably at one point or another would have liked to have said, "Hey, the best course for the Flames right now is to is to tear it down. Is to Try and rebuild. Try and get a top three pick for the first time. Try and be in that mix to reboot. That's the best course of action. But when you're being held to a different standard and you have a different mandate, you can only do what you can within those parameters. And that's what all these guys are dealing with. It's what Brad True Living was dealing with. It's now mm -hmm. what Craig Conroy is dealing with. Why do you think there's been such a push to try and get some of these guys re-signed because that is the path to being as competitive as possible. Look at look at what's happening around the league. Two of the seven Canadian teams did not sell out their home opener this year. Someone had to fly to Winnipeg to ask Jets chairman Mark Chipman whether any sort of relocation talk was fantasy. That's where we're at in today's business with the NHL. Ticket prices are high. Fans don't want to come out and, and buy into a team that they don't believe in, and rightfully so. And you've got owners that aren't wanting to dig deep into their pockets sure. to fund this operation. They want to have a team that's in the mix. You've got to have a, a stomach well, to have five to eight years of writing $50 million checks a year. And dig deeper into that. There's 32 teams. Half are going to be in the mix. Mm -hmm. Right? Like yeah, it, I, I think the bad attendance would help Marie 
flip his opinion to be fair frank it's not like you're adding talent when you extend guys you're just keeping the same group that already isn't drawing people i i think if if he, if he if his plan was we bring it back with a new coach i expect revenue to be x because this team will be competitive when it's not and people stop showing up because they're disenchanted with this group you say oh my plan to get revenue to x didn't work we need a new plan and I wouldn't be surprised. The only time this club's ever rebuilt is when they were forced to because their team was old and bad. It was the same thing with Jerome when Jay Feaster was here. You can't trade him. You can't trade him. You know, you even know not to ask to trade him. Even when everyone sees you're not good enough with Jerome and he just scored 41 goals. Uh, this is the point where this franchise, since he's been the majority owner, has decided to rebuild. When they've been so stubborn on being competitive that they get old, mediocre, and they're forced to rebuild. I guess, and because I, I thought about that last night. I wonder if part of that is in ownership's thinking as well, because they did. They they sold Jay Bowmeister and they sold Jerome McGinley and they sold off. They didn't do well on any of those deals. Emil Poirier and Morgan Klimchuk and the U.S. college guys that they got. I'm not to rebuild. It's what you do, but they did a a, a version of that, and it didn't help them at all. Mm -hmm. None of the assets that they got from selling off their big guys helped the cause so i don't know if that makes him a little leery of it i just i guess frank we'll let you go because this is depressing as hell um it is early we sit here because it's we watch this every single day we talk about it every single day so it's it's kind of riding that balance of being too negative or whatever if how much how much of a sample size do you need to see of this year's team before you say, yeah, that's, I, I feel confident knowing what that team is and that this is the path they should take. Each successive game feels a little bit more like a continuation of last season. I'd like to get to a quarter of the year before really trying to make that determination, but we're getting close to that point where it seems to be pretty overwhelming that this group is what it is, especially when you have players coming out to send a message that they have to this point. That's the alarming part is they're telling you there's a problem. And, mm -hmm. you know, at some point, if you, I'm, I'm reminded of this all the time. If someone's telling you what they are, you, you got to believe them. Yeah. If they keep telling you, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? This is why we always talk about U.S. Thanksgiving. That's around the quarter pole. The numbers hate you if you're out by a certain margin at that point. There's always the outlier like the Blues that were last place in early January, but I think you have to trust that if you're really bad at U.S. Thanksgiving, you're really bad. I mean, i I just like to see some fire. I'd like to see some compete, and there was like, like a little bit of that on Sunday. That was that your heartburn. Yeah, that's those. Yeah. That was from the the schnapps. Yeah, that was from the 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 nineteen Caesars I had this weekend. Oh, spicy. Yeah. Um, but no, I would say it, it was there was a, a slight pushback from Calgary, which was at least a little bit encouraging because it could have been the way that first period went. It could have been a seven to one game. Yeah. Well, and the, I thought the refs helped. They got some five on threes. They got over three minutes of five on three time, and then also it's like. Didn't really capitalize on them is the amazing yeah, part. Like, yeah. yeah, and so now we're giving them credit for basically having like a quarter of a period where they control play. That that's how low the bar is for this group right now. Uncoordinated, or as yeah. uh, 
as a guy that I coach with uh, youth hockey always says, whenever our team's uh, entering the zone, they seem to have a coordination attack. And that's, uh, that's, that's what it seemed like the flames are doing at times. Well, glad to see you made it home safely, Frank. Rest Frank. Yeah. Or keep yeah. at it. Make another kid. Let's go. Make another kid, buddy. I got. No, was you're still banging or whatever? Was you still yeah. getting it? Yeah, We're still happy to say you're still getting it, Frank. Yeah, we'll buddy. Some. So glad you're still at it these days. Yeah, yeah. so glad. At it. Yeah. No time for sleep. Like absolutely mortifying. <laughs> mortifying. See you in a week, Frankie. See you guys. There you go. It is our insider hotline presented by TELUS. At TELUS, they're using world-leading technology to drive meaningful change from transforming healthcare and making the food supply more sustainable to reducing our environmental footprint and connecting Canadians in need. Last year alone, TELUS, TELUS team members and retirees volunteered 1.4 million hours and gave 125 million to local communities. TELUS, the most giving company in the world. Learn more at telus.com slash gives back. Let's make the future friendly. Thank you, TELUS. Uh, it's been, it's this, it's. Uh, We're doing these shows already and it's October, hey? Yeah. Well, how many in a row have they lost? It's five. Five. So, I mean. They're not, it's not that they're undeserving of, of critique. And they, yeah, they, it doesn't look like they're. Ah, damn it. The, you guys were right there. I mean, they were within a goal, but the only thing you could say was, wow, they're they're within a goal. I can't. They're, it's, well, they're really lucky to be in this spot. The refs helped and their goal has been good. So uh, more Pinder report. Finish it up. We'll right. Uh, dive right back in with Calvary FC. They played in the CPL final game, the championship game in Hamilton against Stinkin' Forge. Nil, nil through regulation, nil-nil, through stoppage time. An extra half hour added in the first half. Cavalry strikes one-nil, only to watch Forge tie it and then score the eventual winner. 2-1, they fall. Heartbreak at Tim Horton's field, but still greeted by their fans at Calgary Airport today when they got back. Uh, that's a tough one, but they did win the regular season title, which gets them into the CONCACAF tournament. They were looking for the double Bottom left, you can see Ali Moosey. You can see Tommy Wilden Jr. Bottom right. And the fans with signs to welcome them home. Meyer Bevan up top. Oh, boys, that's a, that's Heartbreak Hotel. When you go over 100 minutes without a goal, you score one. And that, that's that got to be the winner, right? Bang, bang, lose 2-1. Oh, fat cats. Had all that hardware now, so they couldn't play as hard as they needed to. I knew there was going <laughs> to be coming some with the heat. I thought there'd be some sympathy from Brad. Being but, uh, cheeky. Stampeders got pumped at home, fellas, but it didn't matter. Meaningless game against the Blue Bombers. They're still heading to BC this weekend. Congrats. New Stamps record. When you're taking down one of Alex Singleton's defensive records, you know that is pretty impressive stuff. As we have, uh, let's see, 131 tackles. Mike Awe, holy moly, 131 tackles. That's eight more than Singleton's all-time franchise record. Nice little season there. Also probably means you're on the field for rounds. That offense was Lots great. of opportunities for you to make it. Six and 12 stamps are indeed playoff bound. If you just win a third of your games, kids, the great thing's going to happen. But hey, they're all zero and zero now. They go to BC where they won two weeks ago to start their playoff journey this weekend and uh, happy birthday Kadeem Carey. Oh, nice. Great start to the season. He was the offense early on. It seemed like been a good stamp. 
uh, kind of going to stamps and kind of going to baseball and definitely getting into the kickers. Uh, here is John Bender winning Halloween as he dressed up as Alec Manoa only to get seen by Alec Manoa and put on Alec Manoa's Instagram by Alec Manoa. <laughs> Big man looks like Alec Manoa. Impressive stuff. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> I don't know who's because Manoa is like a good, easy 260, 270. So even, even bigger than Manoa. Big John's a unit. Well, congrats there, Johnny boy. Yeah, Johnny, you're famous on the interwebs. Famous. How about that, eh? Uh, you're afraid of spiders, sharks, snakes, now kangaroos. Outdoors. Dean, can I, leaving your house. Can Fresh I air. Add, uh, can I add jaguars to the mix? Well, I mean, probably. Let's have a look here what's going on in this swamp. Oh, jeez. Oh, That's a jaguar hauling out a monster alligator or crocodile that is the fifth strongest bite in the animal kingdom and that big cat is not messing around dragging a gator out of the swamp that's some core strength too holy right <laughs> Whew. he's got some real good cores the the gator just yeah i'm done i'm cooked. and the gator's like ow 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 come on I'm dude i'm dead ow my neck that really hurts let me come on can use that big cat throw a 16 on him eh? i don't like it when cute animals get 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 walloped what about gator though yeah, i'm okay with it because the gator he'd he'd get you so it's all right you know food chain i'm all right uh okay let's go to uh we got uh rob ray and Rhett warner we're doing feats of strength in buffalo on the weekend so rob is really trying to pop up the group with a picnic table lift my big Bobby's about to do some damage. Come on, Bob! Stop! Oh. <laughs> That's lifted up the end of the picnic table, went to go underneath it to do a press, and it. Uh, well, did you right notice the, the stumble before going in? I think yeah. in the pissa. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's not uh, how that's supposed to go. He kind of. Ooh. A couple too many. Barley sandwiches. That was last night, Pinder. If you'd have picked up a table, that was you. On you. Got some vacancy here, Origin fellas. That was a robust fridge yesterday. Hey, what the hell, now. Mark Sterling? What the hell? <laughs> it's not their fault. It's not your fault. Origin. You can help Origin solve the brewing. problem, though. See you in a couple days, fellas. And uh, a couple more for you. So that was that was Rob Ray's. Uh, Rhett, we know him as a, a finely tuned athlete. Balance, explosive power. This is him. Uh, this is his bar routine, essentially. Let's let's check it out. He's trying to cross the yes. canal. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's a good. Oh. Idea. Sorry, Rhett. You're looking good though. I first one perfect. Second one perfect. Third one. I like, where are you going from the there? Way. I feel like that. Uh... I lost. Yeah, we're gonna have to stick the landing on that last well. one, or it's not gonna end well. And we had one more thing I wanted to add. Uh, Rhett, I, Dean's added another dog at the house because he's got his own dog. Was it Birdie? And then he's got your dog. And now he's got this dog. This makes everyone smile and laugh. Somebody's eyes, I think, is like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. It's keeping Dean in good spirits <laughs> around the house. No, that's no good. That is no good at all. Yeah, I'm trying to sleep over. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's getting, you know what? He's getting into the stash. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put that, put your stash up a little in the higher cupboard or something. Fungus has got to go on the top shelf. That's the wrong <laughs> spot down low. <laughs> Is it nap time? <laughs> Hey, Dino, nap time. Poor dog. Poor dog. Got to put a lock on the cupboard. There you go. That's a Pinter Report presentation of Village Honda. Huge selection of used vehicles on site, all makes, all models, up to 70 on site. Over 400 more available to you via the dealer group. Makes Village Honda your one stop automotive destination in Calgary. They are definitely worth the trip. Located in the Northwest Auto Mall, they are your dealership for life. Thank you, Village. Village Honda. Yes, sir. I think tomorrow, I think we've done this in the past, that perhaps we need some people deep breathing it tonight, finding some zen, and texting the reasons to be positive for the Flames moving forward. Right, we really, can do that. Let's flip those standings upside down. Not positive wives. Whatever it is, find your positive. You can't be living and being all upset all the time. It's true, right? Calabrini, what's his name? The kid? Oh, baby. Positive wives only. That's what we need here. Turn some things around. And I have maybe something that'll, I maybe do have something tomorrow that will lift your spirits. I don't want to say, I can't confirm, but it's, uh, I feel very good about it. Okay. Feel pretty, pretty good about it. Uh, I wanted, I was going to play this, talk about wild animals. This uh, hearing loss clinic, we had the one ad that they had last week. It was the, uh, the turtle. You know, <laughs> these are the things you deal with. These are the things you deal with. You just never know. Hearing loss clinic, hearingloss.ca. I would, uh, I, I do. I highly recommend you get yourself an assessment here. Uh, here's a little piece of uh, the ad that they put together. Because you might be, I'm here to tell you, that's not what that sounds like. That doesn't sound right to me. That's not, it doesn't sound right. But that would be, oh, I didn't know what, uh, is that a coyote? Is that a wolf? They're scary, those things. How old that's a wolf. Yeah. Yeah, Bigger than a yote, too. Locally owned and operated award winning hearing health care, client centered approach. Additional services include custom ear protection, musician molds, custom in ear state on uh, your stage monitors if you're a rock and roller you're a performer uh inclusive for all ages helping you hear better is simply their way of helping you live better uh i am i am a customer i am a uh i'm a believer hearingloss.ca book yourself in and go and have the hearing loss clinic experience today the uh the betway we did our point spread picks Ooh. i can never remember because we do the picks on Friday and then we go and do the kind of do your own thing on the weekend once you get closer to game time. But um, Pinner, you completely changed your approach. You went with you, you found some games that you that you liked, you felt good about and then mm-hmm. went a complete 180 and took the other side. Went full opposite, George. So okay. uh, basically the thought being my logic was so bad that I had to keep that same logic and just go to the other side and all these 0 and 3 weeks to turn into 3 and 0 weeks, obviously. 
A close. <laughs> I was a Giants field goal miss ah. away from going three and oh, fellas. <laughs> and they bungled that. They had oh, the Jets. Man. That was oh. so. Yeah, it was it was very Jetsy, but somehow still it, it looked good on the Giants. They miss a field goal, a chip shot, and then lose in extra time. So, yeah, you were that close to going three and oh, man. And that uh, gets me to a very robust uh, six and 15 on the season. I mean, New Orleans won going away. Denver wins outright. All those felt gross, too. All those picks. Congrats to you. I, that's what it's got to be. You got to feel like. Well, hang on. Crap. Hang on. Is that plus three and a half I got with the Giants? I thought it was two and a half. If it's three and a half, I hit that. If they it lost is three by and three. Half. It's a three and yeah, a week. It's a three and a <laughs> The line changed to two and a half, but when we had it on Friday, it was three and a half. Good Lord. Oh, baby. Well, the Giants would need to be plus three and a half. Well, they were. They were the the Jets were favored. Jack's got this written down on. That's probably why we're having oh, issues right. here. Yeah, I had the I Giants plus two and a half here on Friday. So that that's just a typo from Jack. Yeah. He's screwing us. Fucking Jack. Okay. Your record might be wrong too. I'm all over the place that. <laughs> like this stream <laughs> ending, and I don't know what's going on. Jack, are you all right? I'm hanging in there, but What's the I'm feeling a little weird. This Are whole, you? I'm just like waiting for the stream to end again now. It's like yeah. in my head. Something happened there. Don't weird. worry about it. it. Yeah. Hey, it's the, uh, it's, it's, there's something between the game last night. Mood morale is real low. Real low. We got to, like Rhett said, we got to turn this thing around. Spin it. Look at Pinder's picks. They're already coming around. See? This is how it starts. Let's, uh, who's next? Your pick there, Jackie boy. Who do you want to talk? What uh, what picks choice. are next? Oh, Jesus. Womp, womp, womp. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie. Oh, and he's back on the Steelers, too. Oh, the Steelers. I should have known. It's okay, Jack. What was with KC yesterday? Did anyone watch that game at all? The Denver defense has suddenly looked good after being just aerated for four weeks. Their last four, they've been very good, and I don't know. And they had just played each other, what, about three or four weeks ago? Like, they just... Russell Wilson's been playing better. They went to school on them. Casey has no thought that they're going to lose to this team. So... Upset special right there. Upset special. Okay, let's move on. That doesn't feel very positive. I'm not getting very positive vibes coming from that. Positive vibes. Uh, My pick, I go one and two. Miami did cover the big uh, nine and a half. They fell down seven, nothing, too. I was worried about you, too. Yeah. Atlanta, they got uh, they got Lovest. shit pumped by uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on there, and uh, I had Indy with a plus one, no dice. Not New Orleans close. put the boots to them, so tough week for me. I fall to eight and thirteen. Goodness gracious, is that can that? I don't even think that's right, Jack. I think you're right. Your your math is off. Let's see where Retro's at on our Betway point spread picks. Oh. One and two, still over 500, Rhett. You and Jack both had Pittsburgh and Houston. I knew I should have changed that. And you had the Vikings, minus two. Mm. Well, congrats to Pinder. Hard, eh? Pinder, great week. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Good for you, man. So close to three and oh. So close. So I, we're going to, that Is energy that... is going to rub off on all of us. We're going to have a big week. Good. Love it. See you Friday. Week nine? Right? Is that what we're in now? It'll be week nine. We have seven weeks of picks because week two, we didn't put picks in. 
I guess that's right. Yeah. That sounds right. Well, here's some more good news. We're going to elevate uh, we're going to elevate your mood with DoorDash. Ooh. You know what DoorDash is? You get the DoorDash app, you go on there. What are you going to order? You want uh, you want some food, groceries, pharmacy, bakeries, flower shops, whatever. They're going to bring it right to your door, drop it on your front step, default contactless delivery setting. And we've been telling you about it. I can't stress it enough. Use the promo code. If the promo code gets used a bunch by you guys, then we're going to keep DoorDash and they're going to keep giving you these types of deals. Deals. Let's keep it going, boys. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code NATION25. That's NATION25. What's on the menu? Ryan Pinder for a couple options for you. Raiders are in Detroit to take on the Lions. The hometown Lions favored by seven. That is a 615 kickoff for Monday Night Football. Uh, film enthusiast Jimmy Garoppolo back under center for the Raiders after missing some time with injury. And we have game three of the World Series in the desert as the Arizona Diamondbacks host the Texas Rangers. 603 first pitch. You could have some dueling screens uh, shortly after that first pitch tonight, uh, Texas minus 115, slight favorites on the road. That series tied 1-1. That's what's on the menu. Thank you. That promo code again, Nation25. Put it in there to get that 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more with DoorDash. Dash that for the win. Now, did you uh, do any more research on Bibimbap? I know that really threw you for a loop on Friday. No, did you I didn't because I couldn't even remember... What it was. It was, it was unskinny yeah, bop and have it. Huh? Honestly, try one. They're try phenomenal. It. You're gonna love it. Stop yelling. Stop yelling at me. Can I put some ranch on it? <laughs> Don't put ranch on it. <sighs> well, we got through it. I I've I've we have talked way too much about that game from last night. It's yeah, in twenty four hours, this is our we're closing in on our sixth hour of conversation about it. That's enough. That is enough. And what, if, if you're the coach, if you're the GM, what do you do? It, it, but it almost, not that you would take comfort out of it, but there would have to be, because it's so limited. The salary cap, the skill level at the American Hockey League, what you have here, you cannot do sweeping changes. No. Whatever is going to happen is going to happen because of who is in that dressing room. And it's going to win or lose. Happen at the deadline if you get my hint at what's going to happen. Here's this. Well, I'm not going to. I'll be negative again tomorrow. Will you? I yeah. thought we were asking not to do that. No, I'll have one negative take tomorrow. Okay. Or should do I finish want, it off today? Do you want to flush it from your system? I, yeah, get it out. The risk of injury increases dramatically as your give a shit meter deteriorates. So be cautious in what the plan is. Yeah, could you put Tanov in bubble wrap, please, Rhett, just for three months, just to get us there? There's a few of them you're going to probably need to do that. And yeah, when you're horseshit and nobody night. cares and are trying, now that's a bold statement. You don't care and you're not trying, but bold it does. Uh, before we go as well, uh, Ryan, I know that you had a a little something you're gonna, we're going to get to, and we're going to get to it, and then the, the feed kind of went down. So uh, we yes. kind of shook uh, the host a little bit here. Didn't know what the hell was going on. Anyway, uh, another new sponsor on the program. 
This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to being your best self. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? You know what you should do. You just can't do it. Like, hey, Dean, if I stop thinking about work, I could get some sleep. Brain, stop thinking about work. Doesn't always work not out really how it way. works. Oh, not often. Hey, if I just stop scrolling the internet, I could get some sleep. Why can't I stop scrolling the internet? Therapy isn't just for major trauma. I know when I've had major chapters in my life, it's easier to get through when you're talking to someone about it. It doesn't have to be something massive. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which means it's super convenient, flexible, and it'll fit your schedule no matter what your, your schedule is. All you're going to need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire, and that'll get you matched with a licensed therapist. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash FlamesNation today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash FlamesNation. This is a great thing because there's two things about it. It's It just makes it easier for people to search out and get the help that they need. It can be, It's. I think it's still a daunting thing to go and ask and go through that. And number two, you mentioned the questionnaire and how they, they will find a therapist that is in, in tune with you. If you do finally get the courage or whatever you want to call it to go out, because it's I've, I've had this. Uh, okay, we're gonna have you got, you got an appointment with so and so. You sit down. It's like this. There is no chemistry. Not working. We. I'm saying it. You don't get me. I don't get you. And I think for probably for a lot of guys, it would be hard to go through that whole process again. So you just don't bother. So better help. Awesome to have them on board. I think it's uh it's a winner. Awesome. That'll do it for our show. We will be back tomorrow. Not a game day. Mm. Not until uh, Wednesday, the Dallas Stars come in. And uh, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to do a Twitter? How do we send in your positive vibes? Or how do, we, how do we get the positivities to start flowing in for the show? we got Bobby Germany here today. Maybe we can get him to throw something up on Twitter and Instagram. Give us your reasons for positivity around the flames. It'll be a unicorns, rainbows, and candy episode tomorrow. All the good stuff. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Full full size candy bars. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. Rats, who's at your house, man in the door? I hate doing the door. My kid, the oldest kid, can do the door. I'm out there trick or treating. Yeah, doing pulling the door the stinks. I'm pulling the wagon. I think I might yeah. set myself up to do the door tomorrow. It's not oh, ideal. Dude, you're a wagon guy. You're a drinker. You're yeah. a doer. I know. Now, the only thing is, I could change you, maybe pivot. If you're the door guy, I'm just thinking of your place because at my place, you can do the door. But I've also got one of those little fire pits that you can get going sure. and have a couple yeah, of yeah, these, yeah. couple of those going over yeah. there. Makes the door a little easier to take. That's but true. Yeah, it is fun when, especially when kids are your age. Yeah, you want to be out with them and see them doing their thing. It's getting pretty close to peak Halloween. Fellas are eight. Like that's you're right in the pocket oh, yeah. there. That's some good times. See, feeling better already. Oh, love it. That's what this show does. Brings us all together. Indeed, positive vibes. That'll do it. That'll do it. See you tomorrow, guys. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.